Happy New Year, everybody, and hope you guys are having a great start to 2022. I know myself and Ross the boss are, and we're excited to be back. Today's episode, me and Ross discuss our 2021 reflection, what we're looking forward in 2022, and also is the mainstream media starting to tell the truth about COVID numbers and cases. We're going to get into it all. Don't forget to leave a review. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Yo, 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 what up, everybody? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 it's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a whack horn noise. <laughs> I can't even do it. I was looking, I, I actually just... <laughs> I don't even know why I made that noise. But I did. But I did. That's the noise. That's the noise you were thinking. It's always funny to me. No matter what, like, like okay, I get it. Like, you don't want to have coarse jesting too much. But every once in a while, one of them, like, really high-pitched female moans around my wife is hilarious because she immediately gets awkward. Even yeah. if it's just me and her, I'll do it. And she's, and she's like, stop. And it's just so funny to me. Oh, man. That's true. Well, dude, we it's been about a month since we did a podcast. We took the holidays off, and obviously there's a lot going on. Um, I'm, I know that we, we've done a couple Instagram lives, so most of the people know how our holidays were, but we haven't done much. We did one, one IG live since January in 2022, but how was, for everyone that ha- did not know, how was your New Year's? Um, you had a great holiday, I'm guessing, and then, yeah, what's been new for you, Ross? Well, it was the first one around family. You know, back at home in Virginia, so I'm actually just chilling around people that actually, you know, have to like me and have to love me. So that was good. Uh, I got everybody to come on Christmas Day. Everybody came to my house. You know, we're kind of the people that host the parties now. That was awesome. Um, and I was able to just relax all day while we cooked. You know, I made, we made a big old turkey. We made everything. It was, an, it was the best turkey I've ever had, too. My wife's an amazing cook. Um, so anyway, uh, I thought it was great, dude. We had a, I, I really felt reconnected and rekindled in a new yeah. way to the, to the dependency on family around you. And I kind of, I, you know, I, I started to appreciate that even more, you know, and what's really great is my father and my mother got divorced. Uh, that's not great. That sucked. That was hard. <laughs> was like, for, <laughs> what's really great. <laughs> that was hard Sorry. for like three, four years. Um, you know, but they got remarried, both of them. And they all kind of were able to bury the hatchet and they're able to be around each other to the point where they actually enjoy each other, the other spouses and stuff like that. And, you know, I get that that's weird and there's some biblical stuff for that, whatever, but my kids won't even know the difference. And the only thing they gained was two awesome more grandparents that love them and love hanging out and are useful, you know, and and helpful. And yeah. (laughs) And, you know, honestly, like the, they helped a ton with this move. We just moved. This is a new house, everybody. So uh, I'm here. I'm excited to see how it goes and new year. I'm headed to Hollywood Friday to shoot this trailer for this thing. And yeah, man, I'm, I, I, 2022's, I think it's all going up, dude. And everybody's waking up too. Like you, everybody can smell the, everybody can smell the cookies now. The start of 2022 feels so much better than the start of 2021 because you had 2020 which was horrible but it didn't get bad till like february because that's when everything started happening and then we're like oh it's 2021 this is gonna be better and then it got worse and like the prop we you know people were still trying to figure out what was happening we didn't have the data that we had now we didn't have like i mean this the propaganda is just compl- like people the average person is seeing this and we're gonna we'll talk about all of that but 2022 feels like the midterms are coming i'm excited for the midterms um this it just feels like a year that we have taken back the control of the narrative or at least we are in that transition period well it's and- kind of like there is you know, some, somebody yelled in a room, a fire or like whatever. And everybody's like, Oh God, a fire or whatever. And then like three of us that were really close to the person that was, they were talking about the thing that we're watching and calling that a fire. And we're like, 
that wasn't a fire and then everybody hates us yep. and then it's been two years and there's still no smoke anywhere yeah there's still there's still no whatever and so everybody's just it's becoming more abundantly clear that maybe that wasn't actually a fire type of thing yes and uh and and really what i just mean is what they've said to be true versus what's actually true and the majority of the room starting to be like i think yeah i think john's kind of a bullshitter yeah i think yeah. john might be a little bit of a bullshitter you know well, you can it's the boy who cried wolf and it's cried wolf for two years and the yeah. wolf never came and, and not only that cried wolf like cried cried tsunami <laughs> The, the, the <laughs> yeah, boy who dude. cried tsunami, like you can't go to work, you can't was, see your wife, you can't see your family, you can't see your friends. Yeah. You better stay in, inside. Wear seven masks, hazmat suit if you can, Clorox everything. In fact, yep. you shouldn't even, you know, like don't leave the house. Like literally, it's like it seems like you guys just didn't want us to leave the house this whole time. Yep. I mean, well, we'll, we'll we have plenty to talk about, and we're going to get into all of it. So, everyone, thank you. For joining us and coming back for the year of 2022. Today is podcast number 54. We started these podcasts last summer. Um, and so, again, thank you for everyone that was with us for the ride for 2021. Uh, we got some great, exciting plans for 2022. We're pumped. Um, and, yeah, we're just grateful for you guys, the listener. Uh, thank you for sharing. Thank you for the reviews. I mean, I was looking at the amount of reviews that we have, like 130, 140 reviews. And I know that's not a lot compared to some other podcasts, but a lot of podcasts I even listen to, they don't even have that many. So like you guys showed up, you've been reviewing, you've gave us a five-star rating and we appreciate that's awesome. it. Um, so again, like we say, there's no fee for this podcast. All we ask is that you share it. And if you haven't left a review, please do that. Um, we got yeah, just two me, me and Jordan were talking the other day about, how much content we're putting out and all that. And we were putting out 17 hours of content per month <laughs> for free, all of it for free. And it's like, dang, that's a lot. Cause we're not saying dumb things. You know, we're helping people get a good perspective of what's going on, making it funny and making it fun. And then just really helping people navigate emotionally through the difficulties of living under a attempted tyranny in a quick fashion. <laughs> no, know, no, no, seriously. And, and that's the first thing I want to get to is, you know, in this first segment of the podcast, I want to talk about reflection. Um, cause dude, I mean, let's, let's, let's reflect 2021. I mean, let's reflect last year and everything. I mean, not one just of what we have done. Uh, we'll get into some goodies of what mainstream media has done. Uh, but when I reflect just from a year ago, I mean, bro, it was the April 1st, the week, the first week of April was when we even started these Instagram lives called Speak Truth Without Fear. Right. Uh, we, did, we did one, I think, at the end of March, and then I hit you up, and then we came together like, hey, let's do these, and you decide you'll do Tuesday and Thursdays, and then eventually we got to a podcast, which we started in July. I mean, bro, just in six or seven months, this is for, you know, even for you listeners that are, you, you've been listening to us faithfully for the last six or seven months. I mean, we, it, just in six months, we have, one, we started the, the, the Speak Truth Out for Instagram Lives, then it turned into the podcast. Now we have a community platform with over 100 members in it. We've taught 45 students how we've gone through an entire constitution course, teaching them the constitution. The Speak Truth Without Fear Instagram account got over 33,000 followers. Ross the Boss, your account that you would create in one year has 70,000 followers. Mine, which my account came back a couple days ago, which is, free. hey, praise the Lord. Um, but, and it's not about, necessarily what follows it, but it's about the impact and the amount of people that are being, that are becoming aware of what is happening in their surroundings and what's happening on the planet, all over the country. And the amount of people that have took, uh, made an impact in their local communities and the emails and the messages that we've heard from you is absolutely humbling and outstanding. And uh, it just goes to show you guys listening and being diligent and being, uh, Hungry for it because you could listen, they, bro. They could listen to any podcast that they wanted to, right? And so, yeah, we're grateful. So we're at episode fifty-three, over sixty thousand downloads, sixty articles. We've interviewed over a hundred uh, conservative commentators. We this is the this is what we did in half of twenty twenty-one, and we hope that you guys are down for the ride in twenty twenty-two. Dude, it was a lot of work, man. It was, it was a lot of work, you know. For obviously, you know, for those that don't know. 
me and Jordan don't work the same amount of time on Speak Truth Without Fear stuff. Jordan and Wes and a couple other people really work hard at everything behind Speak Truth Without Fear stuff. Um, and I mean, every single time that I've talked with Jordan, he's slaving away at something. No, we got to figure out this thing so we can launch the thing. And we got to make sure that this <laughs> makes is the same brand quality as this. And it's got to be this so that they can get everything they need. Ross, what can we do to, what can we do to make it so that the platform is something everybody wants to do? It's got to serve them. It's got to serve the people. And that's not, that's not three hours on a Saturday that you decide to get stuff done. That's three hours every day yeah. fixing problem solutions, coming up with solutions, coming, deciding to pay out money so you can get the best equipment for things and get the best knowledge and know-how, taking courses. Jordan has probably taken four courses since April last year of how to do this thing better. That's mm-hmm. his own money he's pouring into all these things. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm grinding on the other side, you know, coming up with content, getting banned from TikTok with 450,000 followers, taking the hit from that emotionally and being like, dang, I don't know if it's worth trying to build a castle on sand and then being like, well, the people are worth still telling the truth to. Yep. Even if they try to ban you, so I'm going to do it anyway, you know, and then having to overcome those things, watching your stuff get censored for no reason when you were telling the truth, you know, everything. And and really a a lot of it has to do the emotional damage from people are like, well, don't be DBP. Don't be a pussy. Right. That's what, that's what everybody says. Like, I'm down with that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tapping out. I'm not crying or whatever, but like, imagine you spent 150 hours developing a physical storefront to sell sneakers or something. And then one day after you're making really good money and getting a lot of traction with customers, a lot of good five-star reviews, uh, you go to your shop and your shop is just empty. Your, 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 the title over top of the storefront is white. If somebody had painted white all over it, there there's, it's completely clear by BLM. (laughs) Yeah. it, It was looted by BLM and you go to the owner and you go, what the heck? And they go, we're not talking to you. Yeah. And you go, what happened to all my stuff? Guys, that's what it's like can't getting canceled. That's what it's like being censored. You just don't see it because it's digital instead of physical. Right. But it's the same exact emotional process because you go, oh, my God, what did I waste all this time developing all these channels and avenues to reach people for? Yep. And then now it's like, oh, well, now I put a tweet up and I'm lucky if I get X, Y, Z, right? So it's like you have to take that on the chin and be like, well – I'm going to keep fighting anyway. All of us are looking forward to True Social coming out in February. That's going to be the big relief probably for most people. Hopefully it's better than Parler. Hopefully it's better than Getter. Hopefully it's not owned by Chinese money like Getter is. You know, that was so funny. Elijah Schaefer called the dude, called Getter out for canceling Nick Fuentes or whatever, and they wouldn't explain why. They were like, we reserve the right. It's like, okay, Twitter 2.0. You know, you just have a little bit different morals for now until China buys you for $3.8 billion. You know, but uh, but anyway, it's 2021 was a lot, dude. It was a lot. It was a complete different orientation for what we wanted to do with our lives. But it shot me on a trajectory that I don't think will ever change from now. I'm heading in a different direction entirely for the rest of my life. And I'm grateful for 2021, man, because of that. I'm grateful for I'm grateful for 2020 for pissing me off. I'm grateful for 2021 for letting me vent it and everybody agreeing. And now I'm grateful for 2022 because I'm hardened. I'm battle ready. I yep. know what's up. I lost some weight. I got focused. I moved my family. Uh, we're making we're making big gains, dude. I'm glad to be partnered up with you, man. And everybody watching, oh, yeah. if you survived 2021, that means that you were aware of the amount of psychological abuse that was happening yep. to you and still are functional. Yep. This is not normal. If you were to ask somebody, how do I create a situation that will break somebody's psyche? They would give you seven out of eight of the things that have happened to most of us in the past year. They would say, this is the way that you break somebody psychologically to bend them to your will. This is how you do it. You isolate them. You emotionally manipulate them. You gaslight them. You tell them that what they're talking about is not real. And what are you, what are you even saying? And then you ch- you, you know, they change reality. They change the definitions of everything so that you think you're crazy. You know, like they change the definition of unvaxxed, you know, or, or anti-vax, oh, yeah. you know, t- from being against vaccines altogether to being against vaccine mandates. And it's well, like, listen. what? If you're alive, we're happy that as the White House wished you death and severe illness a couple months ago, a month ago, like the fact that you're alive, you have overcame the odds according to the White House. Because, dude, I can't believe that when they're like, we, if if it's, but the unvaccinated, you will experience. It's going to have a winter of death uh, winter and, and uh, yeah. overwhelming the hospital systems and <laughs> da 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 dog 
Well, speaking of all that, we did some good 2021 reflection. Um, I've got a video that I want, or an audio that I want you to hear. And this is just a quick little reflection of what we, the listener, had to go through listening to the media, listening to Joe Biden, Fauci, the CDC director. Here's just a two-minute clip of some good old sound bites of what they told us 2021 would have looked like. Thankfully, it did not happen. Take a listen. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. We can kind of almost see the end. We're, we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Um, Lie. If you're vaccinated, even if you do catch the virus, quote unquote, like people talk about it in normal terms, you're an overwhelming. Not many people do. If you do, you're not lucky to get sick. You're probably going to be symptomless. You're not going <laughs> to the. Uh, vaccines are effective. They're effective against the variants. The estimate is that you'll need about 70 percent, maybe 75 percent of the people in the country vaccinating to get that umbrella of herd immunity. You're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. Let's say we get 75 percent, 80 percent of the population. Now it's 75, 80. Do you expect that the vaccine will be like a flu vaccine, meaning you'll have to get a new shot every year? I'm not so sure it'll be every year, but I would be surprised if it gave lifelong immunity. No American needs a booster now. Plan is for every every adult to get a booster shot <laughs> eight months after you got your second shot. Um, uh, you can make an extrapolation from other infections. I say between 75 and 80, 85 percent of the population. If we get that, we would develop a <laughs> umbrella of immunity that would be able to protect even the vulnerables who have not been vaccinated. 97, 98%. I think we're going off the close. It will stop when we get the overwhelming majority of people vaccinated and boosted. Tonight news on a potential fourth shot, another booster. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Dude, when you listen to that. I mean, no, so no the, the science is evolving, guys. The, yeah. the, I mean, the question is, how many times are you allowed to be wrong about something? In a normal conversation, imagine yep. you walked up to something and then you said, hey, um, which way is Arizona? And they were like, that way. And yeah. then like you went and it was like, that wasn't right. What about this? And they're like, oh, it's actually a little further. It's a little further. It's a little further. You'd be like, dude, maybe you don't know what you're talking about. No, that's and that's exactly what it is. I mean, we and we know Fauci said there was no ma you didn't masks don't work, and then they said that if you're vaccinated, you can't get COVID, and they said okay, if you're vaccinated, you can get COVID, but you're not going to get sick, and then when people now getting sick, and then they said you're not going to need the booster, and I mean Jordan Peterson said this, you know, I mean in a perfect way, he said that they. They bully, they bully you, and they try to get you. To, they harass you until the moment you're about to stop, and then they harass you again, and then you start getting pissed off. You start protesting. They stop, and then they harass you again, and it re they repeat this process. And what this looked like was was with the vaccine. They said if you get the vaccine, you're going to be able to eat. You're going to be able to go out. You're gonna be able, everything's going to go back to normal. And now in this, I mean, I read this article two days ago. The state of New York is now not considering health workers in New York not vaccinated unless they have their booster. And I mean, Ross, what this is just showing us is just the narrative is crumbling and the dam is leaking from everywhere. And before it was just a couple leaks because it was, it was easy to cover it up with a couple propaganda hit pieces. But now there are so many holes leaking all over this damn dam that now they are losing control of the narrative to the point now where you have Joe Rogan, you got um, Tim Cast, Tim Poole, and you have all of these other, I mean, really moderates. I wouldn't even consider them conservatives, but moderates that they're now beginning to look like conservatives, and they're joining, they're joining the getters. They are really becoming and looking like right-wing extremists, as the mainstream media would say, because the lies are not, uh, the lies are being exposed. Yeah, it's exhausting. 
it's exhausting to uh, – well, not ex- – I mean, look, at this point, we told you so doesn't even feel good to say. It's not even we told you yeah, so. It's like it's this, was just an, this was just an unfortunate event altogether. Like, and by unfortunate, I mean you – the people who planned it deserve to, like, hang. You know, yeah. that's, that's, really, that's really what it is. But, like, it's because it's, it's past the point of being like, we told you so. Check yeah, it out. Like, I'm, you know, that's like Walmart's on the right. And they're like, no, it's not. It's on the left. And then, like, you keep driving. You're like, I told you. There's like a seven-minute yeah. interval where you're, like, still excited. Dude, yeah. it's been two years. Yeah. And, like, I haven't even <clears> – I haven't even put up the pillars of all of the things that they said – that they've been wrong about that we said and got banned for, got censored for, got a strike on our post or whatever it is, you know, like I wish there was a, I should have made a poster board of every single time something massive happened. Russian collusion. We called that a lie day four. We were like, uh, nope. And then, uh, Everybody called us crazy for forever after that. And now they're like, yeah, in oh, fact, the ga- we're going to... The, the gain of function with with yeah. uh, Fauci. And I mean, we saw... I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys, if you have not l- listened or saw the new Project Veritas leak, you need to look into it because this is... I mean, this this really is the um, is what we've been looking or waiting for. This has the documents. It shows the, the emails, the signatures. This is the proof. The, the only thing that is stopping Fauci from being fired is a red Congress. That's it. And his time is going to be up midterms. And, you know, uh, Rand Paul went into him. And uh, again, I mean, you could tell he was so flustered. If you looked at his hands during, he was like playing with his hands because he was so nervous. Because, you know, when you're caught in a lie as like a little kid and you start stuttering and you start playing with your hands or someone starts playing with their hair, like that was Fauci the entire time Rand Paul was just calling his ass out. But everything that you saying- When was this? When, when this was yesterday. This? Oh, yesterday, dude. Oh, yesterday oh, happened. I wish no, I, I mean, put- I've, been, I've been moving, bro. I'm like, oh, not, I'm not gosh. even functional right now. What? Let me find this somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to, to the point, like, and I love what you just said a little bit ago. It's like, now we're at the point where it's like, I'm not even like, I told you so anymore. If you, if you do not see what is happening with big pharma, with the fact checkers, with uh, Fauci and you know, all the lies that have been spewed and you're still going with the system and you're still going with the propaganda and you're still, you're lining up for two and a half hours outside to get your booster when everything that they told you was a lie and you still give them the benefit of the doubt, you're at the point where, you know, and this is kind of what Rob, you know, Malone and Peter McCullough were talking about, you know, mass psychosis, where it's like, it's really, and it's also what we've been talking about with ideological subversion from the book of Love Letter America, where he says that when someone has, when, when the entire subversion process has been completed, they are as good as like, there's not, there's not, there's no redemption. It's like it is very rare for these people to come back. They are as good as just what do you call them? What do you call those memes? Those uh, NPC or uh, yeah, NPCs. Oh, but I don't know what they are. You know what I mean? But like you're, they're they're, good, just, they're as good as zombies. Like they're as good as yes. You know, and that's the thing, man. It's like I want to create something with this comedy that helps to sneak people out of that. You know, because humor has a funny way of breaking shells, you know, mm-hmm. and I think if I can get good enough at explaining things in a funny way, like, hey, look, the Amish just had all their family gatherings. Everybody high fived and went home, guys. Yeah. How long has it been since you've seen your mom out of precaution for COVID? Oh, two years. Wow. Maybe you should be Amish. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then they're like, maybe I should wait. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. And I just walk away or something because if you push them, then they're going to be like, no, oh, I knew it. You were on the right. You're a terrorist. You're a you're a white supremacist. You're a Trump supporter. People are so stupid. They think it's all Trump supporters well, in I mean, France, in Belgium and you know, <laughs> and all these yes. other countries. Where are they, where are they, why are Trump supporters over there? Uh, you know, well, Jake anyway. Tapper had this, you know, had this uh, realization live on air, especially because the stats came out that it was like 70 percent of the people. And I'm sorry, over 40% of all COVID hospitalizations this past year <laughs> were in the hospital because they tested positive for COVID, not because they were in for COVID. And this, you know, this article came out, this statistic came out. Listen to Jake Tapper as he's having this like live on air. He's realizing this and he's like, hold on a second. 
Listen to this real quick. The hospitals are still stretched thin because of this, so yeah. I'm not trying to take away from that. But if 40% in some hospitals, 40% of the people who have COVID don't necessarily have problematic COVID. They're there because they got in a car accident. They get, they're there because, right. um, you know, they, they bump their head. And they're being included as in the hospital with COVID. That number seems kind of misleading. Oh, <laughs> oh really? You think? Like, you think? <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been screaming for two years. This for is entirely, entirely bullshit. Stop freaking out. Everybody, please, please stop freaking out. And it's like, what do you do with the people that led an entire country down this absolutely terrifying ordeal? Imagine you're over 70 for the last two years and heard this, and you're in the last 10 years of your life, and they stole two years from you so far of family engagements. Your health probably deteriorated massively. I don't know if you remember seeing the before and after photos of people that were over 65 in the retirement homes. They did a yep. three-month just three months pre-lockout, pre-lockdown, post-lockdown, three months. They look like they gained 20 years, Jordan, <sighs> because know. they couldn't see their family and stuff like that. And it's like, you're trying to tell me that that this was to help human health, man? You guys are evil. Look, look, look at this article. I mean, the mainstream media is trying to cover its tracks. Look at this article. You see this? The f ABC News. The flu is making a comeback in the U.S. after an unusual year off. Yeah, it was just, it was studying <laughs> uh, French in Guam. That's what the flu was doing. He was bored, he, so he wanted to study French. So he went to Guam to study French, and now he's back, and here we go. And, and that's why when we're, we're saying that... Wait, the, the reason this is funny, guys, is because there was... I don't know. It was less than like 20,000 flu cases in all of 2021. And everybody was memeing about it and talking about it back in the day because like, what happened to all the flu deaths? Like, what's going on? Yep. And everybody, you know, I think some people even got censored for talking about it, you know? It and it's like, okay. So like, what are we allowed to say? What can I say? Can I say the sky's still blue or do I have to say the sky's green while looking at it? 100%. And, and that was the, the, the hardest thing about this entire process because we knew what was be, what we knew what the truth was and we were saying it, but then we weren't allowed to talk about it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Ross has his, uh, his, told what is you. It? told you so. Um, but we, we weren't able to talk about it cause we would get censored. We would get banned. We would get deleted. We'd get, you know, community guidelines. We would get flagged for misinformation and now, like what Jake Tapper just said on CNN on mainstream media just a couple days ago, one year ago, six months ago, if we would have said that on Instagram, that account would have most likely gotten flagged for a fact yeah. check in which then goes through the shadow banning process. To present and, them in this way is a little bit misleading. Yes. Oh, so you're calling the CDC a liar? You're a Nazi, aren't you? You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like no. that's that's the next sentence. Like, 100%. oh, you're calling the CDC a liar, and it's like, I don't know what I'm calling them. What I'm saying is, this is the case, and you can't tell me it's not the case. And yeah, dude, like, well, and, and one mm. of the main, well, and Robert, I mean Malone. I actually have a, uh, the audio clip for this, and I'll I'll play it real quick. But Robert Malone, he talked about this on the Joe Rogan pro the podcast because we again we knew that the fact checkers. Like somehow, like they were coordinating with big tech. We didn't know how, like, where is the money? Where is the tree? And right. then Robert Malone drops the truth bomb and exposes Facebook and Reuters. Listen to this real quick. Looping back, I talked about the interconnectedness at the board level between Pfizer and Thomson Reuters. Yes. Okay. Thomson Reuters has become the default the fact checker of choice for determining, you know, I quotes fact checker, right. right? And we know we, so we can go into the, the, the Facebook lawsuit that recently um, broke that whole story open. But Thomson Reuters is tied to Pfizer. Um, they have common corporate ownership and they are the <laughs> fact checker of Twitter. Now they're integrated. Yep. Okay. And Facebook. So, it's it's Thompson Reuters is making the decision, um, which has connections to Pfizer, about what information will bar the fact checker of Twitter. 
So I and I looked into this. Reuter is on the board of Pfizer, but he's also the fact checker, the only fact checker for Twitter. So when Twitter puts a, this is mis, you know, this is misleading or this is false or it gets deleted, the owner, the CEO of that fact checking company. Own, has ownership into Pfizer and is on their board of directors. Reuters is also one of the 10 fact checkers. I've been fact checked by them twice on Facebook. So if you own a product and I, I, own, I own this product and or I own ownership into this sci, this vaccine product, but then also, and I know that this product is very faulty, I'm also going to own a fact-checking product so that when anyone lies about my product, or not lies, tells the truth about my product, I'm going to make sure that that gets censored, that gets deleted, and the people that tell the truth get punished because their lies and their product is getting bad reviews and it's being exposed. That is what has happened Mm. to every single uh, conservative commentator and influencer on social media. Yeah, wow. And look at that. Mm. That and 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 then again you have but again the in the big maybe picture Maybe that'll help. Maybe that'll help people see. Well, it did. It and bro, and I look at I mean this graph which I showed you guys. I showed you we talked about on the Instagram live. You the Joe Rogan podcast. Show me this graph. Oh, oh that graph. The, yeah, 11 million people listen. No, no, actually this number 11 million people listen to the average of every of every episode on Joe Rogan, but over 50 million people have listened to the Joe Rogan pod, uh, the Peter McCullough podcast, and also the Robert Malone. Over 50 million, that's like one sixth of the entire nation has heard the truth about Pfizer, about the fact checkers, about the mRNA technology, about Fauci going out of his way to make sure slamming other scientists and, um, and other doctors and physicians that told the truth and he called them out about it. And that is why we are starting to see, th- that's why we're feeling this like, yo, 2022 is a different year. Because yeah, cause the, cause the, you can, you know, for a long time, it's almost like they, they wore our clothes and we couldn't tell who was the enemy is what it felt like. You know, it's like, I don't know. It just seems it's hard to fight. But now it's like, all right, the lines are getting drawn. Like you either have done seven minutes of research into this and have decided that you have to hold everything that comes from mainstream media or a fact checker in your hand as subjective information that's probably wrong or needs to be fact checked itself. Or you're in the other camp, which is the delusional camp, which is brainwashed. No, no, you're exactly right. And it's that's just, it. so, that's it's, all there is to it. That is literally it. Like, and, well, what do you do when the CDC comes out and says that cloth masks uh, or fabric masks don't work? Yeah. Like, whoops, you've been duped for two years. Whoops. Like, oh, you mean every single time when you were a waitress or a waiter, when you were like, let me put my mask on before I go serve these people. You mean every single time that you walked into Walmart, you walked into whatever, a dumb store told you to do a dumb thing. It made you sweaty around the mouth. It gave you a raw nose. It made your like breath feel weird. The weird, You know what I'm talking about when you used to wear one or whatever, oh, yeah. just the oh, whole, yeah. the, all of it. You're telling me for two years, everybody tried to tell you on the right that that's not a legitimate way to do what you're attempting to do. And now the CDC finally admits it after torturing you for two years that you have to be wearing an N95 mask. And even then an N95, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, no, those those don't work at this either. So anyway, once, once you fast forward and we were right about everything, you deserve to be angry. And I think it's the year of the angry people being loud enough to do something yeah. about it. And if you're not angry for yourself, be angry for your children. I mean, when I, I saw another video uh, yesterday in Washington, 24 degrees outside, children are having lunch outdoors with a mask on and 24 degree weather. Elementary school, bro. Like this is the type, I mean- if you're mad for anyone, be mad for your children. And honestly, shame on the parents for leaving those kids in that school. Shame on the parents, dude. Shame yeah. on the parents for not saying something. Shame yeah. on the parents everywhere, bro. I'm out here watching what they're doing in our local schools. You know what they said the other day? They're closing down the school for yeah. a little while. Not because of COVID. 
because they're short-staffed because of COVID culture. <laughs> I know. They're short-staffed, bro. Name a time in history when you would have accepted that your school was like, we planned and, and, and reacted to everything so shittily that we just have to close the school for a while. Yeah. You would be like, you mean the thing my taxes go towards? Right. That thing that's supposed to be a free public like accommodation? Well, and this is why whatever you did to mismanage this, I'm not giving you my money again. What are you guys thinking? The uh, even on my street, they're delayed. Everybody has bags of uh, leaves out from when all the leaves fell off like two months ago. Yeah, because of COVID culture shortages, right? The yeah. idea, the way that they're doing all these things. Honestly, if you really want to get down to it, imagine that some global entities were like, "How do we make America and everywhere else crappy and let China go to first place so that we can just do whatever we want to do?" Mm, we release a virus into the world and then react to it as poorly as possible and demonize yep. everybody that speaks up. And then everybody just slows down their engines down by like 70%. But think of all the stores, bro. Close it, closing at 11 for Walmart, right? Like they used to be 24-7. They got rid of the Mexican pizza. Uh, you know, the other day, uh, <laughs> I saw that Little Caesars went up on their price a little bit. And I was like, dude. <laughs> they got little Caesars to budge. I know. You know, and so anyway, there's just so many little things. It was 7% increase in inflation. That's double the average. Yeah, we're at 8% now, right? Or 7? Or seven? It's at least 7. I know that. And that's double the average. I mean, I'm showing these people this for like, for business purposes to help them with their uh, financial goals and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, this year's inflation has been kind of crazy. When you look at, look at the net dom domestic migration, I mean, Florida, Texas, and Arizona had the three highest states of people that moved to uh, California, New York, and Illinois, the three top states that everyone is leaving. What is the, I mean, dude, floor, you don't get any more conservative than Florida and Texas and you don't right. get any more liberal than California and New York. And what is this saying is that people are fleeing not states, not even just homelessness, policies. These are policies that you voted for or blue states and you have tyrants that are running the school boards. You have tyrants that are running the cities. Seriously? You have city attorneys. You have mayors that you have Chicago. Why is Illinois one of the top states? Why? Because Chicago has closed down their schools because the teacher unions don't feel safe to teach kids when they're double vaccinated they're boosted and they have been they, and they yeah this is where we're at well That's you why saw that one that one uh letter that went out to that group and they it, on zoom they were like hey guys we have somebody in our group that's afraid when they see people without masks on so for the rest of the zoom meetings for the year we're gonna ask that everybody wear a mask yeah I saw thank, that. and thank you so much it's <laughs> like oh yeah um three uh, years ago if you would have watched a movie and a person was walking on like, on top of a crane or something yep. and you started feeling afraid and were like, I can't watch movies where people are up high, the other people in the room would go, ah, yeah, that's a mental illness that you're dealing with there. So sorry that you have that problem. We're yep. going to keep watching the movie. Um, that's exactly the same as asking somebody to put a mask on over Zoom. It's a digital visualization of something that has no ramifications for you. If you can't handle it, you are mentally ill. And at the end of the day, we don't cater to the mentally ill people. Yeah. You, and that's not what you do with people that are actually attempting to, to, to overcome their mental illnesses. You slowly expose them to the thing that makes them freak out so that they become accustomed to it. You afraid of scarecrows? We're going to put one 82 miles away that you can see with binoculars. Tomorrow, we're going to move it up a mile. The next day, we're going to move it up a mile. The next day, we're going to move it up a mile. And by the time it's a mile away from your house, you're like, it's not that weird. And then it's 500 yards and you're like, okay, it's getting better. And then it's 10 yards and you're like, oh my God, you know, after a year, that's the way you deal with mental illness. You don't don't embrace it and decide to halt everything that's productive about our society that has made us the number one power in the world. The efficiency, the the, the work ethic, the 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 grinding of uh you know of our backs and our and our muscles to to do things that we need to do. The electricians, man, the linemen, the journeymen, the the freaking plumbers, the pipe fitters, the blacksmiths, dude. The from every, every corner, the the truck drivers, all of it. It's all made us into the most efficient country in the world yep. that couldn't be beat with the most powerful government and then something with the most powerful military. And then something comes around and all of a sudden everything halts. Infiltrates every 
part of life. Military. And you tell me that's not modern warfare. I don't know what is. Come on. It's so true. I mean, here's, here's a couple stats. 130 million people have been put into abject poverty since the lockdowns. 325,000 Americans skipped chemo in spring of 2020 due to the lockdowns. 50% of heart attacks and strokes did not call an ambulance due to fear of COVID. 50%? 50%. 200, anywhere from two, this is from, uh, and this is from Satista.com, 200 to 300% increase in teenage anxiety and depression since 2020 due to the lockdowns. And 52% of college age kids gained an unwanted 28 pounds in the year of 2020. 20 and 2021 dude i mean the average college student half of them gained almost 30 pounds because one they've been living in fear because they bought the lie of the social media fauci and every bs bullcrap that's being spewed out from their education system um but two they're sitting at home they're sitting at home they're locked down they're not going to gyms we talked about the lives about obesity and how it's linked to covid they told us that we can't go to the gyms because of covid now cnn i mean you look at these headlines cnn Last week, people who are overweight or obese are at a much higher risk of a more se- severe disease and even death from COVID-19. One new study suggests that losing weight can reduce the risk of death from COVID. CNN, Whoopi Goldberg's like, oh my gosh, I got COVID. I've done everything that I was supposed to do. What's going on? The dam is breaking. And then, you know, we, we all heard recently 75% of all... Well, remember Whoopi Goldberg saying that. The View was saying that if you got vaccinated, you couldn't spread it. Yeah. And the woman that they were talking to was like, uh, yes, you can. That's yes, well you, yeah. documented. And they're and they're like, oh, I can't... I, I They're looking around the room like, we can't have this kind of misinformation. It's yep. dangerous medical methamphetamine. And then Whoopi gets it. It's like, what did you think? Dog. Like... You guys are idiots. Like, who's letting you talk? And the answer is not letting you. It's which global entity that has skin in the game is funding you to talk, to intentionally. And how dumb of a puppet are you to do it? You sold out your own people, you losers. That's what I'm trying to figure out, Ross. I'm like, okay, are these people just incompetent? Like they Or... Are they purposely misleading and manipulating the entire nation because of a paycheck? I think and, they're on a scale. I think there's a scale of that, right? There's a yeah. scale of the person who's who's really zealous, probably comes up in a new movie, seems really cool. Uh, I, you know, somebody sits alongside them that's also kind of notable. And they're like, wow, I really look up to Robert Downey Jr. Or I look up to Tom Hanks or I look up to whoever. And then they go, hey. I'm going to set up a meeting with you and my buddy over at da 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 and he's going to, you know, set you up with some campaign things, going to get your get your speech right and all that. And then all of a sudden they're a massive endorser of Pfizer. You know, they're a massive like yeah. we got to make sure we get vaccinated. So they're young and dumb and stupid. You know, and then fast forward two years, they start getting wise and then they start being like, "Oh god, but I've already got a contract. Okay, I'm not going to." So why, and then they it, lose their soul. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, like when I think of Jake Tapper, like Jake Tapper is a smart man. Like, and he seemed so shocked when he was like, wait, what? Over 40% of the people that have been hospitalized with COVID aren't even in there because of COVID? Like, that is to me where, and dude, we're independent. We don't, we don't even, we're not even in the news 24-7. We don't, we haven't worked in mainstream media. It's, it's not that hard to know really what's going on. It's really no. not that hard. And that's what's really concerning because like, damn, how big are these? These echo chambers are real. Because if yeah. you have a mainstream media, a mainstream media, it feels like a media, mainstream media commentator, <laughs> pundit. On, That's actually funny. Know, it, it is. Mainstream. They got hit, but his family got hit by the mainstream <laughs> media. They all believe this dumb shit, so they're not seeing their family for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, now you have ABC saying the flu is making a comeback. The Char- Carla Johnson, who wrote this, she's an AP medical writer. Like, does she really think like, oh my gosh, the flu disappeared for a year and then it came back or no, like you did, you can't really think to the point where like, well, maybe the test actually, everyone that had the flu also came back positive, even though they didn't really have COVID. Dude, it's really concerning how dumb the people that we take our information from, from the mass, from the mat, that the masses take the information in. 
um, are are leading this country. 75% of COVID deaths were in people with four comorbidities, according you know what's to annoying? the new director of the CDC. <laughs> Often I have to go back, you know, and I look whenever I'm doing a Google search and or a whatever kind of search, you know, and I basically look for um, any information that I want. And what I have found is that generally speaking, if you want to find something that's true, you have to go back before 2019 and make sure that your search represents that. Mm, because if you, ju- if you just click it now, then what you end up finding is that it's all propaganda from the last year and a half in, yep. you know, like, I don't know. I just, it's, no, yeah. it's so frustrating that the tool that you're supposed to be able to use to find information is owned by the same people, basically, that run the big media and run the pharmaceutical companies. And it's like, you can't even do research. And Bill Maher even got mad about that. Google was filtering results about yep. XYZ. They did yep. it with mass, psych- mass formation psychosis. They did it with all these other things where everybody starts looking up something that's not good for their people who fund them. And they go, ah, the results are really interesting right now. We want to make sure we find you the credible stuff. Give us a couple days. <laughs> and it's just like, how about you don't? How about yeah. I don't get, how about you tell me everything that has the word flu in it and don't th- filter what I'm looking for, you know? And it's like so many people don't even realize that that's happening because they believe that people have their best interest in mind. And, you know, that's a lot of this problem is that people believe that people are generally only good. And it's like, dog, like, I, and that's a lot of liberal ideology is like, just because he pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's belly and robbed her and said, I'm going to F you B does not mean he was a bad guy. George, George Floyd, Floyd was a hero. <laughs> and you're like, actually he was a criminal yeah. and that's terrible. And he yep. was high on fentanyl when he died. Yep. Literally. And so it's like, you can't even say things nowadays without, without the, just true things. Like, well, and, and what you that's just a said, liberal position is like, like the guy who got off, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, the guy did. who got off the other day, he, I think he shot, I think he, he did something crazy. A black man, he, he did something, grabbed the one by the head, shot her in the eyeballs or something like that on purpose. And, and like the, the jury <clears throat> simply said, we can't convict a person of color, not in this yeah. country. And yeah. they dropped it, Jordan. Yeah. This Joker's back out on the streets. And it's like, dude, he's a murderer. Like, yeah. which one of you wants your kids to play with him? Raise your hand. You well, know, and I mean, it's like, and that's the you're issue, just stupid. That's the issue that's going on in New York and L.A. right now is that these district attorneys are not prosecuting. The Soros-funded attorneys. Yep, exactly. The Soros-funded attorneys. You got, like, if you're listening, look this up. Like literally look up Soros funded district attorneys. If you want to know why crime and homelessness is rampant in these cities, look and find out where these district attorneys are and then look at where all the crime is. It will all connect. And here's what to, you mean by together. Soros funded. These campaigns to get elected to those positions are like maybe they spent $17,000 on a campaign, their competitor, right? And, and every year the other competitor spends, you know, 19 grand or something on their campaign. And then now all of a sudden one of them gets $850,000 towards their campaign. That's a drop in the bucket to someone like Soros. Yep. And then he puts them into that position and goes, now don't prosecute anybody. Right. Anything underneath of a murder, we're not even going to care about it. And then what do you think happens? Everybody who's a criminal just starts destroying things to get ahead because they have no moral guidelines. And and then but what's crazy is like in LA, I I was reading this blog because it was really funny and it was like, so I think I've got it right. You can be a full-blown thug full-blown criminal and carry a gun wherever you want in LA and nobody's going to say anything about it or prosecute you for it. But if you actually attempt to carry a gun and get a permit to be able to carry a gun, you're not even likely to get approved to do it. So it's like, what? Like, what do you do when they're arming the criminals? What do you do when they're arming the evil? When do you call it uh, this is clearly an attempt to destroy the country rather than just like, that's weird. Like yeah. it's not been weird. It hasn't been what for two years. This is certainly orchestrated. Every corner of it's orchestrated. How did the largest wealth transfer in history happen? Yeah. Do you think it just 
farted out somehow and oh my god it just happened to occur or do you think there was a global attempt to destroy the middle and lower class so exactly. that the upper class could get a better grasp on things and get more control of things yeah that's all that's happening and we're just been calling it out for two years and we're being crapped on by the machine that's producing it that's yep. what's happening no yeah it, it's perfectly said ross but the good news is media is losing its power. It's losing its yes. trust. We, we see that in the graph. I mean, that's really what 2020 and 2021. I mean, Trump started the conversation. He was like, yo, the mainstream media is not who you think they are. Expose them for four years. Yep. Um, and it's one thing that I am. If there's anything that that man did. Yeah, know, it was in that. His four I'm years was ex- for that. Was exposing them. Day exactly. one. Day one. Fake Term- news. Yes. Yeah. Fake yeah. news. Everybody L- shot heard around the world. Fake news. <laughs> What's that? And then everybody was like, I guess it is fake news, you know? And everybody started to be like, well, y'all are bullshitter, you know? And like, I mean, talk about like the, you know, like literally if you had a cannon and shot a wooden boat right in the hull, you know, let this take you, you know, the truth is like a lion. When you set it free, it defends yeah, itself. Literally. And ever since the phrase fake news came out, Everybody questions everything they read now, and that is exactly how you should be. He lit a fire that produced a furnace of critical thinking once again in this country. Thank God for that, at least. He's done some dumb stuff lately, but other than that, I'm stoked. Dude, from Nielsen, this is like the the main source for, you know, counting the ratings. Who is this? Nielsen ratings. It's Nielsen is like basically counts the the ratings for every TV show. CNN primetime. MSNBC and Rachel Maddow, the three top shows on MSNBC and CNC, equal to one third the amount of viewers and listeners on every single Joe Rogan podcast. Like that is what has happened. This is the crumbling of the narrative. The media has lost its power. And so, hang on, let's say that again. Who was it? Rachel Maddow. So Rachel Maddow. MSNBC primetime, which is the hour before, and then CNN primetime average. So Rachel all Maddow three d- of those together, with all of their combined ability to influence people, reaches four point, one third. 4.1 million compared to 11 million on the Joe from Rogan From one podcast. Joe Rogan episode. One Joe Rogan episode. Hilarious. This, Enjoy it, you suckers. Burn down yes. with the ship. Please don't leave the ship. Just go down with it and drown. And, but honestly, though, it, it's interesting. Career-wise. It, no, yeah, not 100%. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're not at the other part yet, but <laughs> I, I actually, I mean, honestly, like, who knows? <laughs> did, 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 did the amount of fear that you caused somebody, did yes. it make them skip their chemo appointment, you bitch? Yeah. Burn in hell. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, uh, <laughs> not, not burn in hell, but like, because, you know, I, I think the Lord's got grace for everybody, you know, if they, but it, like the first part of it is let me beat the shit out of you until you admit you were wrong. Yeah. That's the first part of it. My grandma's dead. I didn't get to see her for four months. My dad's funeral had nobody yeah. at it. I wasn't allowed to see my father's funeral. My brother couldn't come. We couldn't honor a 70 year old legacy because of you. And then I watched all you bastards honor a freaking fentanyl addict who put it, who pointed a gun at a pregnant baby's belly. At a pregnant lady's belly, and like you, you guys deserve to. You deserve something. That's not, for sure. And let's not even talk about all the adverse effects that we've seen from this vaccine that's been forced on people. Yeah, I mean, so many people have had to take this vaccine, or they would have lost their jobs. The military. This vaccine has seriously divided the country more than anything that we've seen in the history of our nation. And what's happening now is you're, you are starting to see the mainstream media try to backtrack, backtrack ever since Joe Rogan has, it's ever since Joe Rogan, bro, ever since that interview, CNN's admitting that the obesity issue, ABC is coming out about the flu. Oh my gosh, the flu is back. You have um, all of these politics, Jake Tapper owning up to it. And I'm going to play my, this last clip and then we'll wrap this thing up because we're already reaching a little over 50 minutes. But listen, this is CNN. This is CNN last week talking about how the, that the stats due to this Joe Rogan stat, um, the media is starting to realize that people are not listening anymore and they're just living their lives. Check this out. Oh, come on. Oh, oh man, I'm so nut. bummed. I don't know why it's what's, not playing. What's the clip? What's the clip? Well, it's not playing, but basically in the clip, uh, what's his name? The <laughs> I was going to say the fat dude on CNN. Stelter, Brian Stelter. Um, a stat comes out that majority of 
you know, it's like eight over 80% of people don't trust the mainstream media and they're having this discussion. Is it true? Do you know, there's three different analysts on CNN and they're having this conversation that it does seem that people aren't, they do not trust CNN in most mainstream media anymore. And when did this come out? Uh, this was like a couple days ago and the get one of the guests, one of the guys goes on and goes, it's true. He goes, and the other thing is there's the average American is living their everyday life and is ignoring what we are saying. And then Brian Seltzer comes back and is like, well, what do we got to do to get the trust back from the mainstream media? And they're like, well, we're trying to figure that out. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, tell the truth. Yeah. Tell the truth for once. Don't let us beat you to it and then cough up to it because your funders are like, all right, well, you have to admit that obesity is causing a problem now. Literally. Like maybe you guys say something first for once. That's actually freaking accurate. Like how yep. dumb are you for enforcing the masks that are cloth that anybody with a rational, anybody with a brain could have told you that any, like that any kind of cloth should not have been considered legitimate. Oh, the spittle, the spittle is getting out and that's what's <laughs> spreading COVID. You know, like you guys know that's not true. You knew it wasn't true because if you've done ever basic math, like you could be like, oh yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't really make sense. Yep. Anyway. Uh, it, it's, it, is, it is what it is, but that's the good news is that me, the mainstream media has lost its power and uh, now yep. we are. And now we, it's the year of the renegades. Everybody who's everybody who's been like, all right, screw you. We're it's our turn now. Dog, I cannot wait for the midterms. I really cannot mm. wait for every single committee. I mean, because dude, I like. We're it's going to be red. We're taking the house back, which is so important because depending we, on the voting machines, I mean, which one are they going to use? Yeah, yeah, but it'll be tough to. Yeah. What to, do you? Well, to, what do they care about tough? What do they care about tough? The, the, see, you're thinking. That they have to maintain a democratic image while they do weird stuff. That's not actually true. The global powers that be don't care if the entire thing crumbles. They don't care if it looks good, if it does, or else they wouldn't let the, the president and the vice president's ratings get so low. If they were really concerned about needing the public support in the future, Joe Biden wouldn't be under 36% approval rating. True. Yeah, so I, I don't I, think they even care. I think they're going to keep doing what they've been doing, and we're going to keep getting more and more mad about it, and people are going to flip out eventually and going to solve the problem physically. Yeah. No, I, I completely I'm not agree. Ad, I'm not advocating for that, but that just seems like it's what's going to occur. Look at Kazakhstan or whatever the heck. Yeah, I know. That's freaking nuts. But I was reading, man, I wish I could have found this stat, because there was like a record number of poll watchers were watching um, were during the Yunkin. It was like some like... 16,000, it was like 8,000 more poll watchers than in any other governor race in history. And so like, I mean, I, I do think that we are going to see a super red uh, 2022. Yes, I'm, I'm do, do, does the machines make me nervous? Yes. But I also know that there are more precinct committee men, there are more poll watchers and more eyes than ever that's going to be in every like there's no way that the at least the way that they did it before they're going to be able to get with get away with it and as well the thing about midterms is you have thousands of races instead of 52 races for one you know for one state so it'll be really interesting to see but ne this is um we're going to wrap this thing up because we got we got we could keep going but we'll be back next week now a couple of quick announcements number one uh, we're doing our podcast now once a week it's uh, some of the changes that we're doing. Um, so it, normally we have our podcast. It's that would due come to out. COVID. It's, it's due to COVID, yeah, everybody. It's due, <laughs> it's due to COVID. Uh, normally we have our podcast <laughs> on Wednesdays and Fridays. Our, podca our podcast now will be coming out on Thursdays, sometime Fridays, but most of the time they will be coming out on Thursdays. So you can expect one every single week towards the end of your week. Next week we have Cash Patel joining us who was the secretary uh, the united states secretary of defense under president donald trump he was also yeah. the chief of staff for a bit for mike pompeo um he was one of the guys dude i mean you know he was one of the guys that really exposed the entire russia hoax then went to devin nunez and says hey i got the receipts Went to Devin Nunes, and that's when Devin Nunes came out of Trump Tower, you know, came out of, out of the Capitol and basically had this press conference saying, we have the proof and the evidence that the Democrats and the Hillary campaign are the ones that actually funded the entire thing and or orchestrated the whole thing. And that is the reason why um, uh, Cash Patel is the main reason why. So we're, we're stoked to have him on next week. I'm Me and Ross are going to be preparing some questions because uh, – 
That man was on Air Force One multiple times with Trump himself, and we're just excited and honored to have Cash on our podcast. So we have that. Um, also, we want to remind you two other things. Number one, our Instagram lives are now on Monday and Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're not doing them Monday through Thursday. It's Mondays and Thursdays. Monday nights, I have conservative aunt co-hosting with me. And then Thursday nights, we have Ross to boss. And then as well, there's a link in our podcast um, description. And as well, you can just get it at going speaktruthwithoutfear.com. If you want to join and support our community, be a part of our private live events, uh, we would love to invite you. Um, you will meet a bunch of like-minded individuals. You might be someone that you feel like you're alone. You want to meet other people. Um, and we have Tuesday nights. We have Bible study Wednesday nights. We focus on the Constitution. And then we also have uh, random events with Ross and a lot of other, other conservative influencers and commentators throughout the month um, for our community. So you can check that out at speaktruthwithoutfear.com and click the community button at the top. Anyways, Ross, you got anything to say before we sign off here? Welcome to 2022, everybody. Get ready. I think we're going to all get a fresh wind in January, February, March. I think everybody's going to start ramping up. We're going to start controlling the dialogue again. And I'm excited about that because it's nice to, you know, even if it's just like five on five debate session, you know, for the last two years, it's felt like an eight on two debate session or a nine on one debate session. And it's about to finally feel like a five on five debate session where you're actually allowed to have equal say in a conversation. And guys, we are going to mop the floor with everybody because we have been right about everything. And by we, I don't mean me and Jordan. I mean, everybody that's basically been watching the same stuff that we've been watching and talking about it. So I'm stoked for that. I think that's what's in store for 2022 is a fat ass helping of we told you so sit down if you can't handle being told you were wrong. So good, bro. All I'm right, going buddy. to Hollywood. That's what oh, we're right. looking at. I'm going You're... Friday, baby, to shoot this trailer. You guys keep watching. That's... It's about to blow up, I hope. Hey, man, that's going to be good. Oh, we're excited. We are pumped. Um, again, everybody, thank you for listening. Speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Don't forget to leave a review. Share the podcast with a friend. We'll see you guys back next week. God bless.